Welcome to Geek's Corner. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Katie. And I'm three penguins hiding in a trench coat pretending to be Stephen Thomas. Hello. <laughs> so a Muppet Man. Oh, a penguin. Oh, I like that. That's very good. Welcome to Geek's Corner, everybody. We have a fun night in store for you. But first off, we are going to play a game. Mm-hmm. We're going to start the night with the game instead of ending the night with the game. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get to the game, though, I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to talk about what we're wearing. Okay. We're going to also talk about annual passes at Tokyo Disney. We're going to talk about uh, uh, Buena Vista Street being opened as a part of downtown Disney. We're also going to talk about Raya in the Last Dragon trailer. Very fun. And Halloween, obviously, at the Disneyland, both memories and ideas for the future. And we are going to present, for the first time in years, a new edition of The Gloaming Realm. You won't want to miss it. Make sure you stick around for the entire show so you can see what Steven wrote for The Gloaming Realm realm off of a very very basic set of directions of like hey can you do this and you're stuck in this mm-hmm, <laughs> that's basically what i did yeah no i mean like when you set very basic parameters it it helps me as a writer personally i don't know about others, but i'm just like okay i need to go here eventually cool all right here we go you did and a fantastic job, and we will talk more about that as we get closer. But we are going to start off, because it is Halloween week, we are going to talk about our costumes. So uh, first off, I think we will go ladies first. Um, Katie, you are who, and we are going to show you who you're supposed to be. So say who you are. So I've already seen a few people. Guess, yes, a lot of people are guessing correctly. But I am Buzzy. So you are Buzzy. Yes. And we'll show you the real thing, right? Fuzzy. <laughs> right there. Where is he? You found him? There's the little fella. He's, well, <laughs> sitting right across the table <laughs> down the way. Buzzy, very well done. I think Katie is going to win this year's Halloween like she does most Halloweens, um, but that is okay. Um, I am Mr. Daps, and I am more obscure. A little bit. Which depends, is funny. Depends on where you go with this, because I'm kind of more obscure, but also kind of not. Right, so I am playing Aiden from an old western called Silverado. Um, The picture I have is before he got the badge, but that is who I am. Mm -hmm. Hayden, played by Kevin Klein, which I have now seen in the 1988 classic. With there is a Disney connection. The soundtrack to Silverado Mm -hmm. was written by Bruce Broughton, who also wrote the music to the current Spaceship Earth. So good. Okay. Yeah. So if you listen to both of them, you can hear a little bit of the connective tissues of the music. And uh, checking out, everybody loves Buzzy. Uh, Bailey says, please find him and return him to where he belongs. We completely um, agree. Yeah. Uh, people are loving it. They're all recognizing you, Katie. Great job. Which is very, very funny because I've tried to explain this to multiple people that I know in my life. And everybody was like, well, if that makes you happy. Um, and my parents, I've shown pictures to and they said, so That's do nice. you really think people are going to understand what you are? And, and they do. They will. It's all connected. You're right, Roger. All right. So now we are on to our guest, Stephen. Hi. Host of all the webs of stage. Mm-hmm. Playwright extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Is that he does correct? it all. Yes. He does it all. So, uh, Stephen, would you tell us who we are? And we are going to see how close you are to who you're trying to be. Ah, uh, well... 
funny story. I'm dressed up as Xana from Gaps D&D. Oh, so let's let's see what Xana looks like. Let's see how close Steven got, right? Okay, here we go. Identical. Oh, weird. Maybe you did win. I thought Katie oh, okay. I thought Katie was going to win the the best costume, but this might be the most accurate. And I will I'll give that up. Uh, okay. So for extra points, can you do the voice? <laughs> it's been a while. Let's see. No. It was uh, up here a little bit. Oh, yes. Hello. Um I I'm glad to be with you all. Um thank you for having me. It's fantastic. It's a real thing. Wow. That is amazing. Wow. Yeah, Incredible. that was that was fun. Uh, so, Katie, you have a double reason for I'm going to look at the camera, not at you. Yeah. Um, you have a double reason for being buzzy. Would you talk a little bit about this? Yes. So this Saturday is Halloween. And on Halloween, you want to read a little spooky mystery. I will have the an great article. pumpkin. No, oh. I will have an article coming out. Um, it is all about buzzer, who he is. And where he may be. Spooky Yuki. Um, no, I don't know. He's not in my backyard. Um, it's all speculation. Yeah, it's a lot of speculation. And I will be going off the facts of what we know for sure. Um, so it's like the first two thirds all facts, and then the last third is what if? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, because he's missing. Um, You're now getting a glimpse behind the curtain of how DAPS works. Is quite often I come up with these big ideas, and they're about this big. Like I know they're going to be something big, but the direction I give is this much. Like this one, I was like, "Hey, Katie, you should do a Buzzy article and be Buzzy. Like you should connect the two. And and she comes up with this magnificent article that you'll get to read on Saturday. And in the and same, you'll see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> that she's you know she's gonna wear this for years like next d23 yeah you're gonna people are gonna be going up to find katie as buzzy in the anaheim's uh hey this is a buzzy you can actually go and find this is fantastic (laughs) we found buzzy well i would like by d23 the next one i would like if buzzy was found i almost feel like you need to have somebody walking next to you with a sign like you're dressed completely boring and normal but with a sign like welcome great pumpkin but instead it says i found buzzy with an arrow pointing down because that would be really funny i'm here for it i think that would be that'd be we're gonna make this happen or secret service protection crew around this buzzy to make sure she doesn't get stolen too <laughs> how about both that's good <laughs> it could be a whole group thing i think that mm-hmm. would be great i used to do security and that would be really fun because you got to wear the the earbud and everything that was great um i've done it two different places actually in fact i ruined a suit doing it once it was one of the coolest things i've ever done in my life a guy was trying to steal from the store and he went out and they pointed at us and because i couldn't get enough hours selling suits i would also do security to cover the brakes and so i got to chase the guy and then i tackled him in the parking lot in the snow and it ruined my suit none of what you say makes sense Uh, it was in Minnesota, if that helps. Yeah, so, of course, Katie, it was in Minnesota. I know you've been living in Anaheim for most of your life. Snow is when water turns colder. No, I don't. Well, think and the problem that. is, is by January, it's know. gotten colder and warmer and colder again, so it becomes really not comfortable. All right, let's move. 
This is quite the episode, guys, and we haven't even gotten started yet. All right, let's move on to the week in Geek. And we're going to start things off with Raya and the Last Dragon. And uh, we have all seen, have we all seen her, her trailer now? Okay, great. Um, Katie, ladies first, what did you think of this trailer? I really like it. I think it's a fun um, change of tone completely. I'm taking out my earphones, so please nobody talk. Um, there's music coming from somewhere, and I don't know where. I don't know. I don't hear it. So. I am so sorry. I'm losing my mind. Um, <laughs> and Roger just said, Mr. Daps is known for scaring off criminals. That story makes a whole lot more sense now, doesn't it? It does, that you ran... In Oakland. In Keep going. Uh, I'm going to figure out where that music's coming from, because that's going to drive me crazy. Um, but... I think it's a really fun change of tone. It feels a lot like Moana, but um, more the adventure side of things. Because um, Moana is very beautiful storytelling, but it's a lot of storytelling, and there's less action-adventure. Um, Raya feels very action-adventure. I also think that it is some of the best representation that Disney has done in a very, very long time. Didn't um, you feel there's a little Mulan in there, too? Ooh, yeah, especially with the um, uh, sword skills mm -hmm. and whatnot. I'm um, very excited about Tuk Tuk. I think everyone probably is. But I'm confused by Tuk Tuk. I know you are, but I think it's very cute. So, uh, no, I'm very, very excited. I hope that theaters will be reopened by March. I think it's sad that that was my first thought of, like, yeah. are theaters even going to be reopened in March? But um, that's kind of where we're at. So I'd like to see it in theaters. I'll, like, I would really like to see it in theaters, but everyone wear your mask that we can all see it in theaters, mm -hmm. please. Steven, what did you think? Uh, viewing it, I, I'm not so much confused by Tuk Tuk. I'm confused that they gave away what we know about Tuk Tuk already, because mm -hmm. they did yeah. kind of give that away. With they spoiled that a little bit already. That is what I'm like, confused huh. about, also. Yes. Um, I was also confused about the rope trap because it didn't look as imposing as they wanted it to be, and I was like, "What? I'm not sure what that's stopping her from." All right. Because it just goes under it. Yes, yeah, exactly. I think this is training. Yeah, I, I, that that I definitely was gathering from it, but I was still like, this doesn't look as imposing as they. I don't, uh, but it like it did have that Indiana Jones feel, so I'm excited mm -hmm. to see that part totally. of it. Uh, and it also had flavors of Avatar: The Last Airbender combined yeah. with Indiana Jones combined with uh, a little I mean, bit I, of like Atlantis and Treasure Planet in there too. To go off that. a little bit deep. Like, yeah, I just was starting to think of, like, some of the movement that was going on in the animation reminded me of those. Yeah. So I, I'm excited to see where it's going. I didn't get a whole lot from it, which is good, because I don't want to get everything from the trailer. I agree. I like going into movies being intrigued, but not knowing what I'm going to get exactly. Um, I think that's why, for years, Pixar had the best trailers, because... It's like, oh, I really like that, and I have no clue what this movie is about. <laughs> like, to me, that is some of the best trailers. Um, I enjoyed this trailer. I was commenting on how the music got stuck in my head right away. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's kind of catchy, cool music. Hopefully it's the real stuff. And, um, yeah, I think it'll be very, I think it'll be a very interesting, fun, um, probably epic movie. And I'm curious to see if it has the same amount of... Um, the Disney magic. I think that's that's where I've been wondering. And I'm sure it'll show up and they haven't shown us that yet. But I hope it has that Disney magic heart 
um, that sets Disney aside or like apart from DreamWorks or some of these other animation companies. I, the one thing I will say about Pixar trailers, if we can go back a little bit. You can. If and when they make Inside Out 2, the trailers for that should have the other Pixar characters, their minds and their minds at work. Because if they don't, I'm going to be sad. If I'm be kind of do the stitch thing where they just take it out of take him out of his world and throw him in other places well just like woody and buzz are having a conversation and then you go in woody and buzz's minds and you see their minds at work i think that'd be really good yeah i like that idea a lot i do too um let us know in the comments what you think about the trailer for riot and the last dragon did you have something else you want to add no okay um and uh we will continue to follow the story and provide updates as they become available uh, we did have a request during our pre-show to have a dog on the show. So Katie has accommodated us with that. Meet Tiana. This is my sister's dog. She's been living with me for the last uh, nine months, I think. And uh, she is a wonderful little friend who was very happy to be out here. But then the show started and she's like, I just want to go to sleep. True. <laughs> um, she's basically a nine-year-old toddler. Uh, she gets into everything. She's got energy that never ends, except for now, apparently. And uh, <laughs> she just got calm all of a sudden. She's, yeah, she was like running all over the place. And now she's like, oh, I'm comfortable. She also blends in with my jacket. Yeah, she's almost invisible. Yeah, she's good. So uh, we also learned this week that Disney California Adventure will be opening its gates for Cal uh, Carthay Circle and Buena Vista Street. Mm -hmm. Uh, as an extension of downtown Disney District, which I find hilarious. Um, Katie, what do you think? You've got opinions. I'm excited about it. Uh, I think that they should have done this months ago. Yeah. <laughs> I think I, they thought the park was going to be open. So do I. Yeah. But I think that they could have done this in the time that they were closed while they were waiting for the park to be open. Yep. Um, I just do think that there's something about Disney. Okay, she wants to be down now. Yeah, she can go right now. Tiana, you can leave. Tiana, be free. Go to Buena Vista Street. Go to Carthay Circle for me. Um, <laughs> She's like, why did you put me down? Oh, okay. <laughs> she doesn't know what she wants. But I think they should have been open this whole time. Because I think that this is the first step to they will probably open more of California Adventure in the future, if I had to take a guess. Um, and I just feel like the 28,000 probably wouldn't have been avoided if they had opened the parks but it could possibly prevent a next wave if it comes um let's hope i sure am but i don't know i just i really think they should have done that sooner and i think that they let knots do it and they were like oh you're opening your park you're gonna let people in we're not gonna do that and now they're like this is a brand new idea that no one's ever had before. Um, well, I, I think, think there's a security element that's harder at Disney because everybody's yeah. trying to, I mean, it's, it's almost like grad nights where <laughs> they're just trying to get over the fences for everything. And I could yeah. see that happening with Disney, whereas knots are just kind of like, oh, okay, the rides aren't open. We'll go eat more food. Yeah. And um, I, I do think there is a difference there. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's, it's great that they're finally doing it. What do you think, Steven? I, the thing that intrigued me most about the news was the Carthay Circle and more outdoor seating. And I really want to, I can't go down there, 
for safety reasons, but I do look forward to seeing the pictures and seeing exactly what that means for Carthay Circle because I want to see what where they put the outdoor seating aside from up really on the balcony. Go out into the street that would normally go up to yeah. everywhere. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because you're not going to go there anyway, so you might as well put tables out. And like the other thing about the news that just intrigues me is I'm wondering if this will be two weeks of dca and then they'll be like okay it's working now two weeks of disneyland as well to make sure that one's working or yeah. if that's just a we want to leave disneyland as disneyland i don't or is it a baby step towards something much bigger yeah um i will say and i really hope disney if you're listening um i've been craving smoke jumpers chili cheese fries for like a couple months now so when smoke jumpers reopens next month Please have the chili cheese fries on the menu. Thank you so much. Can't wait to eat them. <laughs> so true. It will be delicious. I'm so I really want them. <laughs> All right. So the big story of the night or the week, I think, is that Tokyo Disneyland is is suspending its annual passes at the end of the year. Um, I actually think this makes a lot more sense um, than the initial headline seems to indicate. But basically, what's happening or what has happened is there's been a huge demand for annual passes or for the parks with annual pass holders. And they've had to use a lottery system to get into the parks. Lottery systems always full. Um, the, the day guests are always filling up for what they have, whatever their capacity is right now. And so I think Disney's actually Oriental land company is doing a thing where they're like, you're not actually getting what you paid for with your annual pass. So we're going to do a hard reset. So end of December, annual passes at Tokyo Disney Resort are gone. March, they're making another announcement. And I think that's something a lot of people missed on the website, the Tokyo Disney website, is that March, they're going to reassess things and say what's going to happen. And I really think this comes down to you can't have an annual pass if you can't get into the park. And, and that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, do you think, like, first off, what do you think about this, this action for Tokyo Disney? And do you think we're going to see something similar here? I think it makes sense. Um, I think I'm just gonna strip, skip straight to. I think this is gonna happen at Disneyland, um, mm. mainly because the parks will not be able to support the amount of people that want to go, and pass holders, I don't think, will be able to get park passes very easily, uh, and they won't be able to get the perceived value out of their annual passes. And I think the thing about uh the local annual pass holders is that they have higher expectations you can be right hmm. so i think that this is actually although it would be terrifying something that they would want because tokyo is refunding yeah um the pass holders for the time that they haven't had i think the big question with all of this is is how many passes have already been refunded now yeah. uh, since disneyland has let them do that two how many people are actually going to show up um, for as busy as it seems at downtown Disney, if you go during the week, it's not busy at all. Um, and it's not filling up. Um, my third thing that I'm kind of using as a barometer is I actually think Walt Disney World um, is probably a better way to watch as they increase capacity and specifically Hollywood Studios. Um, just because if you start seeing lots of complaints down there, I think it bodes not well for here. Um, if it continues to work well, I think they'll probably try to stay with 
what the corporate entity of Disney Parks United States is using just for simplicity. And then they can double up the system on both coasts. And then the big question is, is how many people are actually going to show up when this park opens? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I was shocked with their, uh, uh, what was it? The They had their little, um, very little protest, what is it, a week and a half oh. ago? And I, I will admit, I kind of was like, hmm, this could be interesting. I, I mean, this, this, you know, if people really want the parks to reopen, you might see something here. Um, but just looking on Facebook and then seeing what actually happened for that, there was, what, 15 people there? And, and to me, that showed a not as big of a demand as I was expecting. And, and I thought maybe there'd be a little bit more pressure there that I'm not seeing. And so I'm really, I mean, I kind of see both sides of this where there's some people that are like, can't wait to go back. And, and this goes for cast members and annual pass holders and then regular guests that um, some of them are all ready to go to back. And then I would say an equal amount are like, oh, no, nope, I don't want to go back. And, and so I just think there's a huge unknown. Uh, Mikey is saying you still can't buy new annual passes here in Florida. That doesn't surprise me at all yet. Um, they need to figure out what the new normal and balance is first. Um, and, and then I think they will. If you could, I would have bought one when I was down there because uh, I had to buy day tickets. <laughs> I would have put them towards that. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts on that, Stephen? Uh, I think like something you mentioned in there really keyed in my mind where I think like for annual pass holders for Disneyland, they might try to make it a lot more available during the weekday when they're not as busy, when they know they're not going to be as busy then they can say, at least to the pass holders, hey, we've got all this time available for you. You're not filling that up. The yep. weekends isn't possible right now. Or yep. we've got like a few slots only. But weekdays, all you. So I, I could see that happening. It will more be than very interesting to see how it play out. And I think this is the hard part is they may not even know. Mm -hmm. Just because we're not going to know until the real demand is. And that's what happened in Tokyo also. All right, let's get on to the most fun part of the night. It's the part where we see how good I am at technology. And uh, we, for the first time in how many years, Katie? Six? No, longer than that. Seven? I think eight. Eight? Well, about 11 years ago, Johnny Five and I had an idea for the gloaming realm. And this was in, our, maybe it was 12 years ago, actually, now that I think about it. No, it couldn't be. We're 10 years old. I'm thinking like, daps, not geeks. Yeah. Uh, 10 years ago, we had an idea for the gloaming realm, and we had our good buddy Egon be the host, and we thought it would be great. And as time went by, the gloaming realm went bye-bye. And this year, as we were thinking ahead for what our Halloween episode could be, we are like, it'd be really fun to bring the gloaming realm back. And so, was it the last time you were on, Stephen? Why did... When did uh, we it talk? Was, we it was on while we were recording all the webs of stage. That's right. Yeah. So when we were recording the podcast um, afterwards, uh, it was kind of just like, you're the perfect guy. You're a writer. You're creative. You can <laughs> you can get the personalities right. And, and so I was like, Stephen, how about we do this thing? And Stephen came up with this, which we then created. So if you will be patient with me, I will remember to share audio. Mm -hmm. I will click on the gloaming realm. And here is the oh my gosh. world premiere. Neither of them have seen this. <laughs> By the way, does this look good? No. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um so it got longer. Oh, it got longer. How's that? There that it is. Fun. Okay, we like that. Yeah. So here is we're gonna mute ourselves. Here is the world premiere of the gloaming realm. Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> 
there is another dimension beyond that which is known to gaps. It is as boundless as imagination and as infinite as eternity. It is the meeting ground of illumination and obscurity, of certainty and doubt, and it lies between the chasm of man's dread and the zenith of his enlightenment. This is the dimension of what if. It is a place that we call the gloaming realm. Welcome to Nerd Quadrant. I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Steven. And we have a lot of ground to cover today and a lot of news, a lot of them about delays. Theobald, you've been covering this story. Would you like to tell us what happened? Hey, there, Mr. Daps. As you know, the folks over at Disneyland have been hauling books in the area once known as Puzzleland. With the successful conversion of Tower of Terror, Disneyland fans are in the know details of what else the Imagineers can do with the property. Unfortunately, we'll be left waiting a little bit longer for any knowledge of what they can do with the Farscape property. Uh, hold on, Theobald. I'm I'm seeing somebody in the virtual waiting room. Uh, let me just... Sorry, everybody. I don't know what happened. I just overslept and didn't realize the time. Anyway, I'm here. And I'm Katie. Uh, Why are you all staring at me? What happened? Katie? How... How are you here? No, I I know I'm late. I just somehow overslept, and I'm sorry, but I'm here. What are we talking about? Why is there a porg? Focus in on camera number four, and the person known to our fans as Katie Bear 13. For Katie, sleep was always a minor inconvenience to get from one shift to the next. She often considered doing away with sleep altogether, and in the case of this morning, she attempted just that. Knowing she had a short sleep turnover between one day and the next, she decided to simply stay awake. All was going well until she returned home from work and heard the siren call of the Sandman, and took a quick break from reality to drift to the world of dreams and imagination. A quick word of warning for those battling against the relentless troop of islands. The more you resist, the deeper you'll fall. And in the deepest of depths, you may just find that you have fallen directly into the gloaming realm. Katie, you, you can't be here. That's harsh, Stephen. I know we have a specific time to start, but... This isn't possible! This isn't possible! upset Stephen that much before. Did I say something? He's right, Katie. Uh, there's no physical way that you could possibly be here. Look, I realize I'm a bit sleep-deprived. Why are you all saying such crazy things? Of course I can talk to you. I'm right here. So what are we talking about tonight? Hey, somebody see your face right here somewhere. Oh, good. Porg talks. Of course, the porg talks. Yeah, you, you've you've definitely seen that photo before in in her obituary. Yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, oh no! I'm sorry. My what? Um, Kate, we had to say goodbye to you three years ago. Okay, I think I would remember that. 
think I've had all the news I can handle for right now. I have to go. Uh, Katie, no, wait. Shit's <clears throat> not pretty well. I mean, at least someone's guy died. Three years ago. Uh, you, you just misheard them. Yeah, that's right. I'm so tired. You know what? I'll watch the replay. <sighs> okay, let's look at this. Okay, so I didn't miss here. I don't understand what... Hang on. That's not last week's case corner. And that Porg is there. He wasn't in last week. What date was this posted? October? Okay. 2025? What? Video after video. All of YouTube. This is all new content. Farscape was bought by Disney and rebooted? None of this makes sense. Wait, Mr. Duff said I died three years ago. That would have been 2022. So maybe if I look up, do I dare? Welcome to Geek's Corner, I'm Mr. Daps. I'm Steven, I... Mr. Daps, are, are we really doing this? Show must go on. Um, Steven's referring to some unfortunate news. Uh, we lost a dear friend this week and uh, Katie Bear was taken from us. Um, to honor her family's wishes, we're just not gonna talk about what happened, we'll just leave it at that. Um, but friends, get enough sleep. I just ask you, get enough sleep. For Katie's sake, take care of yourself. We've prepared a, a sort of best of Katie's moments. It will be available soon on the channel. Get enough sleep? Did I die? Do I die because of lack of sleep? Okay, a simple solution. Get more sleep. <sighs> okay, I'm safe now, right? Hi, <sighs> boss. Come back in? Yeah. More hours? Yeah. Hours are good. Okay. Yeah, no, I'll, uh... I'll be there soon. A question often asked, but never answered. If we could see the future, would we change the present? If we knew our mistakes tomorrow, can we fix them today? If we know the results, can we change the plan? Or is there some narrow path that we must walk? Will knowing the steps only guarantee that we will take them? Whatever the answers, our paths must diverge here. But perhaps in the future our paths will cross again in the Roman realm. Very good. Well done, sir. Well, ultimately, oh, thank you. It, it was well a done, group effort. Both of you. Indeed. <laughs> the gloaming room is back. It's fun watching the two of you because you've never seen that before. And, <laughs> <laughs> and there were some quality moments in there. Um, I, I love how serious Katie was and then the button press for the. the, the <laughs> <laughs> like, serious, serious. <clears throat> <laughs> 
laying down. <laughs> and I like levitate. <laughs> I like jump to lay down. I will admit I liked your uh that's not possible getting up and storming out <laughs> moment. Like I thought that was hilarious and it reminded me of Luke Skywalker yeah. um being told by Darth Vader mm-hmm. a certain mm-hmm. father thing. And um very well done um the great part is is this is the first of multiples um steven has another idea for one that i don't even know about Mm -hmm. like you just said it's out there so um he will probably create that at some point and we will uh bring that to you at a later date we haven't decided yet losing sleep over it i'm just like (laughs) i keep going to bed and like i forgot to write that no (laughs) Well, you know, you should learn the lesson mm-hmm. of the gloaming realm because, uh, uh huh. Yep, that's right. So, uh, as we wrap up this show very quickly, this weekend is Halloween, and uh, Disneyland traditionally is a fantastic place to be during the Halloween time. So, very quickly, what is your favorite thing of all time from Disneyland Resort at Halloween time? Ladies first. That's a hard question. I know. Uh, the Mickey Pumpkin. Okay. Is that fair? That's there you go. Just seeing the Mickey pumpkin makes me happy. Cool. Steven? Uh it, it, it's very specific. Uh, but Ooh. there was one moment in mid-October, uh, a certain skipper was in charge of a boat that couldn't keep going forward. Uh, <laughs> and so that skipper promised a boat full of people that he would try to do his entire spiel backwards. That's and amazing. he may have actually done that. <laughs> that is incredible. It that was is a lot of, magic. It was it was a lot of fun, and that that's just something that stuck out in my brain. Uh, there there was there was a standing ovation, which never happens in at least legitimately not a, a in a, one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. Oh man, that would have been amazing. Uh, very good. Uh, mine would have to be a haunted train ride um, in the diorama. Mm. and uh potentially legitimate ghosts i don't know um mm. I, I didn't have my ghost busting gear that will happen someday <laughs> we're gonna go ghost busting it'll be great um but uh i i you know weird things happen at disneyland that you know maybe it's haunted i don't know uh if check you out have that one I'm, you should check out the tiki room in particular i'm pretty sure that place is haunted Oh, okay. That wouldn't surprise me either from multiple angles of what that area. Um, what if you could have Disney do one thing for Halloween and you can't say open? Uh, <laughs> what would you like, like, if you had your way, like, what would you have Disney do? Uh, is Tokyo the one that does like haunts? I think it's actually Hong Kong. Is it Hong Kong? Yeah. Yes. I think that the Villains Grove, I think is what it was, mm-hmm. at the Boogie Bash last year, was a step in the right direction. That was super cool. I would like more creepy things. Okay. Creepy, but somewhat family-friendly. It need to be scary, scary. Okay. Although I would also, I wouldn't object to that. Okay. Disney scary yeah. thing. That's fair. I, it, it, now that it's switching anyways, I don't think this works as well, but like I, I, I always wanted the Splash Mountain to get a Halloween overlay at some level. That but is now cool. they're doing a different overlay that's just going to be fantastic. So I trust them. Oh, I think it's going to be fantastic, too. I, I think that's that's a way better eye. Yeah, if I had my way, I would have them keep the Haunted Mansion as the Haunted Mansion until November whatever, and then mm-hmm. have it switch over to Nightmare Before Christmas ha- Haunted Mansion holiday overlay um, because I, I just 
there's nothing more Halloween to me than the Haunted Mansion, and we never get to experience that anymore. Yep. It's true. That's true. So that's what I would do. All right. We are running out of time. Katie, what should people do? Go to daxmagic.com. Check out all the Disney in I just heard myself and I got mixed mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm, Check mm-hmm. out all the Disney and geek news as it happens. Subscribe to our mailing list. Find our Patreon. Also go to thegeekscorner.com and see all different types of shenanigans and find our social media. And check out all the webs of stage. Yeah. Anywhere you can listen to a podcast mm-hmm. or on Twitter. Are you anywhere else? Uh, uh. I always see you on Twitter, which is why I, that's I, true. I, yeah, Twitter. Okay. I've got a Facebook page, but that's for like the people who are involved. But okay. if you want to get involved with all the webs of stage, join the all the web stage planning group. I, it's, it it's is a lot open. of fun. Yeah. Um, also, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss any of the videos that we have going up. I know we've got some scheduled for the next few days, and there are more coming because we still are working through videos from Walt Disney World, and we still have stuff from the archives. So we will continue to be updating updating those as we can yes it is hard to talk with an echo in your ear anyway thank you Stephen, for being on tonight thank you all for watching we hope you have a very happy halloween Uh, but that's all the time we have for you this week so we will see you around the corner bye